Yo, keep me activated. Yo, so today I'm going to be talking about the day in the life of a long-term care nurse. And the next one I'm going to do is going to be a day in the life of a TCU nurse or transitional care nurse. But before I get to that, right, whoever wants to make $50, right, answer me this question right here. What is the reciprocal of West over West? All you have to do is, what's it called? Follow me on Twitter, DM me. And let me know the answer and I'll send you 50 bucks right away if you get the answer right. But, so the day in the life of a long-term cure nurse. When you think about long-term cure, all you're thinking about is family, family, bond, bond, love, love. And because, I'll get into that part a little bit more so. So the first thing you do when you get to um, the facility, as every other nursing job, is you have to get your report from the previous shift or the previous nurse. Which entitles like what happened during their shift, what happened during the previous shift, which is pretty much painting you the picture of what has been going on recently. Then nursing is all about prioritizing, and I'll get into the prioritizing one a little bit more. But what I mean about long-term care, when you think about family, family, bond, bond, because you call these people, long-term care people, your residents. It's, you call them residents because they reside in that facility. Long-term care is where people go to live out the rest of their life in the most high quality cure way or at least try to in a safe manner so the reason you think about those other things because like depending on how much you work or how many hours you work you spend a lot of time with those residents which in overall you might spend more time with them than your actual friends or your family and it's impossible not to get attached unless you're i don't know but it's impossible not to get attached and i love long-term care um, but it's also very sad, don't get me wrong, because you get really attached and like, like yes, you guys get what I'm trying to say. But, so back to what I'm saying, so you get your report and nurses are about prioritizing. So I'm going to talk about like a morning shift example. Get your report. Me, I don't do anything unless I like look at my TAR and the TAR shows all your treatments. And your treatments, so I write everything down, look at everything else, okay, like the Pre-planning saves you a lot of time because before, if you don't pre-plan your day, before you know you're about to like, you think you're done, you go, oh frick, I forgot to do this wound here. Oh frick, I forgot to do this documentation, which ends up wasting your time. You always gotta go prepared. So for example, in the morning time, all you're thinking about people that have their wound cure, people that have their showers, people that need their ace wraps on for the compression, and you think about people that need their daily weight. And daily weight is very important listen to my um my heart failure um podcast and tells you why but um you're thinking about people um diabetic people that need their insulin or needing their blood sugar check before they eat their food and so it's upper prioritizing so for example you might go there get your report do your rounds which means check on your residents or um to see how they're doing um then you go then you start like either passive meds if you don't have a TMA or yeah yeah if you don't have a TMA or like if you have a TMA you work and collaborate with them but so long story short like some like, some of these people let me give you an example let's just say if they have Parkinson's disease or they had a stroke and they can't really move by themselves or their um like their movement is limited so some of these people are assist of one depending on their care plan that means they need one person assist or assist of two and they need two people to do it. And some of these people use a machine called a easy stand or or a Hoyer lift. 
So if you know the person needs that, right? And the person isn't very mobile, like and there's about prioritizing and saving time. You want to go do those people right away, like their wound care, because they could have a wound on their bottom. And once they get up, it takes at least five plus more minutes or 10 more minutes added to your time to lay them back down, which in turns, uh, what's it called? Puts you even more behind because anything can happen during the shift and you never know what's going to happen. So you do that wound care right away. Then you always got to like go and prepare. Like you don't want to walk in there with all your supplies. You go in the room. Some facilities keep it like supplies in the patient's room locked up. So you want to go in there, um, check to see if it's there, all the stuff you need. Because like, the last thing you want to do is go in there, um, start it, or think you have everything. Then halfway through, like, oh, frick, I've got the, I don't have the right dressing. Then having to stop, like, oh, yeah, I'll be right back. Waste another five minutes. So you go and prepare, do what you got to do. Then, like, you always think about documentations when it comes to wound care. So um, these people, like I said, it's their, like their like their home. So like you're always thinking about who has a bath, and when the people's bath days, you have to do a skin check or a skin assessment. So a skin assessment is pretty much you're looking for after they have a bath, you're checking their skin to see if there's anything new, anything abnormal. Like you're, if the person's diabetic, or even if they're not diabetic, you're checking in between their toes because you don't want them to have a cut. That they can't feel, which would get even worse, and or could get infected. So you're checking for bruises, you're checking for anything, checking their bottom, checking under the armpits, checking like their like their like like uh, like their skin folds, all that kind of stuff, peri area, their bottom to see like um, anything abnormal. Long story short, because the faster you catch it, the better it is for the patient. Because if something that's like a pressure ulcer, if you catch it right away, especially on their bottom, it saves that person a lot of. Um, a lot of pain because when something's on the person's bottom and they can't really uh, move by themselves like it's way harder to heal because you really have to reposition them get them off their bottom and so on and like so that's kind of uh, the gist of it but overall then after that right so as you're doing your as your day is going on so for example you go um do your stuff get all your diabetic people um check their um blood sugars, give their insulin, do do the wound care, do the skin assessment, make sure you enter the daily way. There's not gonna be one long-term care facility you go to that you will not enter a daily way. And daily weights are very, very important because a person should not, it shows like if their body's retaining fluids from heart failures, um, and which is very important to catch because fluids around your heart, which can end up going to your lungs and all the other complications, bad, bad, bad situation. Then, as you move on to that situation, like long-term care is very fun though, like like because it's a bond. People play bingo. Like the the longer you work, the more the closer you get. So it's very fun. Like you're over there, like Nate, how you doing, my boy? Uh, how's your mom? How's your sister? Kind of stuff. And it's like, and you just feel the love these people have for you. Like there's a reason I say, yo, I'm blessed. Say less, because those people that I took care of when I first graduated from school back in the days. I feel their blessings raining upon me every single day of my life. There's not one day I go by without feeling their blessing. And I'm truly blessed. I thank God for blessing my life with this opportunity. And I thank God for blessing my life with my mom. For motivating me to do all this stuff. But then as you go on, like, so like, people get like their insulins checked in the morning or before every meal. So like, you know you're gonna have to check blood sugars again at lunchtime 
and depending on if you work 12 hours like at dinner time so you you already knowing like making sure you check their blood sugars early give their insulin um, um before it gets too late and when it comes to medication pass you can give it medication an hour early or an hour late um but you don't want to go too far within that range if you do it within that time it's still considered on time kind of thing then you're looking for any change of condition so for example anything can happen a person a resident could throw up um person could fall and falling oh my gosh the documentation freaking sucks you have to call the family member call the director of nursing call the social worker um call the um nurse practitioner or their um, primary provider make sure you update everybody document everything possible check their skin see if there's any injuries this that this that do their vital signs like every 15 minutes for the first hour um every what's it called let's just say like every hour for two hours every two hours or every four hours for the next whatever like blah blah blah, blah then every shift then for the next two days kind of thing because you want to make sure there's no change condition check in their eyes to see if it's uh it was it called if it's equal or if it accommodates to light and see if they have equal grip in all their extremities and extremities means like your arms and legs and they can still move that stuff can feel pressure pain and all that kind of stuff but back to like the um checking for change of conditions so anything can happen a person can be like nate I don't feel good right now. My stomach hurts. I threw up or something like that. It could be anything, literally, right? And because you know these people, even if you don't know the person, if something's wrong with the person, nobody knows people more than themselves. And especially if you know them too, it definitely helps out. Then you go, no matter what you're doing, clearly you assess them, ask them the question, then you have to make sure you do the vital signs. Let's just say if somebody's talking about like, if they're having trouble breathing, right? Just because they're having trouble breathing, you don't just um, check the respiration and check the oxygen level. You gotta check the blood pressure, pulse, and the temperature. You gotta tell, check everything. Cause I remember graduating from school back in the days without really knowing too much. I made that mistake and this freaking um, nurse practitioner snapped on me. He was like, you call without getting the whole vitals? Blah, 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 blah. And like, that would never happen to me again. Cause I know how to stick up for myself. Cause it's called like a nurse eating their young. Cause at one point, they were in that situation too and that's a gross behavior you don't want to snap anybody and you like makes people like why why make anybody sad just be a teacher or a mentor and try to let them know in like a calm way um but overall it happens to everybody so everybody's been through that vibe before then like but overall like once you the long-term care is very consistent because you're pretty much doing similar things the whole day and following their care plan back to back to back unless there's a change of condition a new wound so pretty much you're doing weights um giving insulins giving other injections uh it could be a vitamin b12 injection checking for change of condition you're pretty much trying to keep them safe alive in the most efficient way and you're taking them to bingo you're doing pretty much everything trying to make it fun i'm um, giving them like their protein shakes and so on but overall, that's like a quick general overview of the day in the life of a long-term care nurse. But at the same time, you're in like interacting with your the other staff member that's working with you. But yo, make sure you like this bad boy, share it though. You try to win that 50 bucks. Yo, I'm blessed. Say less.